The nature of humanity has been explored and debated by great thinkers and writers since time immemorial. Plato posits that a person of great knowledge is a person of great virtue. To feel much for others and little for ourselves, to restrain our selfishness and exercise our benevolent affections, constitute the perfect perfection of human nature. So said Adam Smith, the mad money Jim Cramer of 18th century Scotland. Or... Consider William Golding, who believed that children unrestrained by society would still bully the fat kid. But the end of the whole mess, our fourth episode from the short-lived Nightmares and Dreamscapes television series, posits a different view of human nature. Every single one of us alive is just one glass of well water away from Alzheimer's. This week on King Me, Nightmares and Dreamscapes episode 4, the end of the whole mess. The King Me. Welcome to King Me. Of course, I am uh, Dan Gagliardi. Uh, I'm Rob Avon. Joined as always by that guy, Rob Avon. No, it's me, Rob Avon. Uh, this is King Me. That's <laughs> <laughs> yes, Rob, Rob Avon. Rob Avon. And this is King Me, the official Stephen King movie podcast, as decided by an iTunes review. It's also the official podcast of kinging me yeah it's the official podcast of lazy sunday mornings <laughs> it's the official podcast of spreading a thin layer of elmer's glue on your whole forearm and peeling it off while you record <laughs> rob how are you um I'm, I'm good dan how are you i'm good that i i told you before we started recording that i had a big announcement yeah that was it oh that you were that <laughs> you knew you knew right away I did. As, oh, as, soon as, as soon as you said that, I'm like, oh, he's doing that right now. That's his big announcement, isn't it? It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big, big announcement. Oh, man. I got to get me some um, Elmer's glue, baby. That sounds like a good time. It's a great way. Look, it's it's a great way to pass the time when you have nothing else going yeah. on. Pretend it's your skin, you know, peel it off. It's fun. Oh, yeah. It, that's what's fun for me is pretending it's my <laughs> yeah. skin. Just spread <laughs> the part. spread it on my face and just peel it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, here we are, four episodes into Nightmares and Dreamscapes. Very sick of it already. <laughs> we were texting each other last night about how this this whole Nightmares and Dreamscapes thing was uh, uh, not, a huge miscalculation. Yeah, it was ill-conceived. Uh, the show itself, yes, but also us talking about it at all. Because it is right. It's like it's just taking forever. There's only eight episodes in this in this mini series. It's not even a mini series. This is an anthology series, and I think we started this. And we've two been years doing ago, it right? for a, a full year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just these these episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's killing me. Uh, I don't know why we both agreed that it was very important for the sake of like being completed. I don't know to include some fucking morons. I don't know when. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, no one cares. Right. No one fucking cares. The most feedback I think we've gotten on these episodes is, when are you doing a different movie? <laughs> hey, are Someone on Facebook asked, they asked about a specific movie, yeah. but they were still like, when are you doing something else? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Um, no, it's a bad show. Uh, this is a bad show. We're bad at it. and We're, uh, we're bad boys. Yeah, we're... Yeah. 
We got real rude toods, and um, we're we're less like the Wild Hogs Gang and more like the El Fuegos. <laughs> That's right. The yeah, yeah. couple of Leos. Yeah, yeah. Um, the El Fuegos. Uh, all right. Yeah, guys. Um, so for this whole series of bad episodes, um, we've been joined. <laughs> we've been joined by guests. Uh, very su- yeah. sweet guests who are very gracious with their time and uh, very deserve very better. Patient, frankly, uh, very patient with us. And uh, this week is no different. This week uh, we have friend of the show, past guest, Jack Steiger. Hi, Jack. Hi. Hi, Jack. Hi. I'm I'm glad to be here. I'm happy I can help you through this uh, the, what these you dark think times, is a torturous affair. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't now, realize last time I. Th- I didn't realize that oh, you guys hated this say? so much. I thought this was a, a was a was a labor of love this <laughs> podcast. But we hate this show. <laughs> we hate this show. Ah. We hate it so much. We hate it. Yeah, it's uh no, it takes uh it takes a toll. You know. <laughs> oh my god. We're we're doing fine though. Oh, we're good. Interesting. Uh, Dan had to. Dan left the state because it was too much for him. <laughs> and then he still calls in. Yeah, he's like, oh. I can only do yeah. a cover phone. I can't bear to be there in person. My goodness. <laughs> It's too much. <laughs> yeah, I I was like, this is too much work. I need to move far, far away so that we can be on a two-hour time difference <laughs> and use <laughs> shitty, shitty Skype to try to make these episodes yeah. happen. We we have to right. We have to uh, yeah make it more complicated. Uh, and <laughs> and if there could be more work involved uh, in the in the back end, that's also a plus. I mean, both of you have worked with me enough on sketch shows to know that that tracks. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> this is seems. I f- I'm a firm. Be- this seems to be a recurring theme with you guys because, like, Rob, yeah. you host a week, uh, uh, bi-weekly open mic, right? And you are very. You are the reluctant leader of that pack. This is true. I don't like it. <laughs> and I've always said, why? Why do you do? I've always found it remarkable that you keep doing it. Yeah. And I'm constantly trying to host it <laughs> <laughs> no jack is always jack is constantly uh uh it, it started as requesting but it lately it's just it's more like a demand to give me, demand. yeah yeah get, he just wants that <laughs> mic he's just give me your mic <laughs> yeah well but um well, I, let I, me I have it I, I guest hosted it at, yeah. uh two or three times yeah and i felt it was fun and you and i enjoyed it but then mm-hmm. and and I just I, I just see this as like a, a nice synergistic way to get b- both what we want, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, <laughs> no, I'm fine. I, I actually <laughs> find it funny that you won't do it because yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. it's but I now think... I see the the behavior I'm actually not mad at all. I think it's super funny that you won't <laughs> let me do it. Yeah. I I um but it's it's just manifest. This behavior is manifesting itself in this podcast. Yes. Like I'm looking at it. We're in an, an office that you rented, and there's yep. wires. All it's a rat's nest of ro- wires. Like mm-hmm. this seems, this you put a lot of effort into this, but you you, you despise it. <laughs> yeah. No. This is. Yeah. These are all. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what is life besides you know doing a bunch of yeah besides self flagellation. <laughs> what else am I gonna do with my time? Come on. <laughs> this. Well, I, get, I mean, I could be putting it towards like I don't know, getting a degree or something like that. Are you but Catholic, <laughs> Rob? No. Okay. This is the self torturous. No, no. Um. Yeah, no. I with the the mic. I I think I for the last uh, uh, I don't know, for a while now with the mic, I've been a little I don't know where is this going? You know, like uh, people like 
some people uh, they have jokes, but other people don't have jokes, which is fine. You know, you mm-hmm. could do whatever you want. But I, I've I feel like for the past I don't know however long uh, my hands. Um, I, I was telling Dan this. Uh, my hands have been off the wheel, and we're crashing. I I, I said crashing the plane, and you're referring to the podcast. And I I'm said retur- what better way to <laughs> yeah. what better way to describe that open mic than as a plane with a wheel? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm referring to the open mic. So oh. yeah, but now, but with the last week's open mic and the um, the intentional chaos of it all, uh, I think. My hands are on the wheel and I'm crashing it on purpose, and I, I prefer that. Ah, well, that, that's that's good. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. like uh, Dan, like uh, Jordan. Uh, Jordan was there, and he uh, like I went up to introduce him, and he was like, "Can I can I just perform from my seat?" And I said, "Yeah, that's the new <laughs> that's the new vibe yeah. of the place." And he yeah. was like, "All right, hold on, I have to put on all of my instruments. I have to put on." All of my instruments. <laughs> yeah. Was he wearing like one of those one man band things yeah. like in Mary Poppins? A suit of musical the... armor. Yeah. He he, yeah. he put <laughs> yeah, he put on a, a, a like a long sleeve shirt that had a piano duct taped to the arm. He had like um <laughs> it was like one of those Bob Dylan um harmonica neck things. And but just with an ear of corn on it. <laughs> it had a pacifier with wires coming out of it. And <laughs> that was plugged into uh his uh, that was plugged into a little like speaker with like disco lights on it. It was a it was a whole thing, and um, and and it's great. It was chaotic, and that's that's the new vibe. Yeah, new new pound or new, was it new dog? New dog pound. New dog. Pound. Uh, and every every time somebody went up there and just did whatever they wanted, it was, it was classic new dog pound. I'm yeah. I'm just <laughs> setting a setting a precedent. Yeah. And then I was kind of just was shouting, wasn't I? Yeah, everybody was. Yeah, yeah it's like edginess, a lot of emotion. Yeah, I, li- I like it. I like drama, conflict. Yeah, there's conflict. There's a lot of emotions were high. It was good. I feed on conflict. Like one of my favorite things to listen to is just people arguing. Like it's actually <laughs> Any, just strangers. <laughs> I love it when people get ar- like I don't really like being in an argument. Sure. Well, sometimes I do. You know, I'll be a bit combative. Yeah. Um, but I very much love listening to podcasts go off the rails yeah just no those are like that some people watch bum fights you watch (laughs) you just listen to people arguing i I like i like i like uh like uh articulate arguing but like with real nastiness like i just love it like one of my favorite things i ever listened to was a pete holmes podcast that was live oh my god yeah eric andre and the guy who lost out the john uh john glazer that was oh my god yes that was and Amazing. who the other guy that I, John Glazer and uh, Brett Gelman isn't it like Brett Gelman yeah, or yeah. something? Wasn't yeah, Brian Posner there or what? I forget his name. I, I uh, don't remember. I, I just I remember Brett Gelman and uh, John Glazer, who are both like not my favorite comedians. Um, and they, <laughs> yeah, first Pete Holmes said like, um, he brought up the fact that you know he had lost out the. In, not in a shitty way, but that he had lost out the E-Trade baby uh, gig. And and John uh, Glazer was immediately like, why are you bringing why this you up, bring man? Up? Why yeah. why would you do that? <laughs> like, I, like, this is, like, I lost a job. Why would you talk about that? 
And then, yeah. and then like Eric Andre is trying to like salvage the whole I thing. Know. <laughs> and <He's> then, <laughs> and, but and in doing so, he did. He said something along the same lines to like Brett Gelman, or like Brett Gelman got offended by something Eric Andre said. It was. <laughs> yeah, and Brian Post. I love I the idea that Eric Andre can't control a room. <laughs> yeah. Like. Things are so far gone for it to get to that <laughs> right, point. Right. He was like, oh, this isn't the kind of uncomfortable that I like. <laughs> I felt like Eric Andre was kind of riding the wave. I haven't listened to it in a long time. Yeah. But I, ha- I might listen to it later. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. So good. Yeah. So, okay. Um, well, well, switching gears from something that is so good. <laughs> there you uh, go. Nightmares and dreamscapes. Jack, you last time you were on, you got to watch the the kitty fucking film Sleepwalkers. Oh yeah, uh, we're big cat people. Fuck big cat people. Yeah, not mm-hmm. not kitty, th- not kitty as in children, but kitty as in kitty cats. Yes. <laughs> Let us. Oh, excuse me. Wow, that did not even cross my <laughs> mind. I'm such a wholesome little man. <laughs> You're like that that kitty fucking movie. You're like whoa 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 yeah. whoa yeah. <laughs> you should ease into that. Yeah. It might be too late. Um, we live in the age of sound bites. You're fucked, Dan. You're yeah, fucked. We're gonna, this podcast is fucked. I'm out. We're gonna isolate that audio. <laughs> if I'm not if I'm not already fucked, I don't see myself becoming fucked. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, how does this how does your experience watching that compare to your experience watching what's the end of the whole mess? Well, I felt the end of the whole mess had, like was more thematically resonant, you know? I felt that the the um what was it called? Night what was the first one I watched? The thing the, Sleepwalkers? The, Sleepwalkers. Yeah, the, the kitty fucking thing. Um <laughs> was uh was well, I was a bit confused. I didn't really <laughs> I don't remember it really being about anything or anything really just I don't know. Like it was, it didn't really seem to have any kind of m- guiding moral or anything. And this, mm. uh, this one is very high concept, and there's a lot there, you know, like philosophically, you know, it's not like in this one. You're saying in this, yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole mess. It's actually, yeah, you can. I, I actually, um, I, I picked this episode uh, specifically for you because I felt like you would have uh, an interesting take on the whole thing. Oh well, thank you. Yeah. That's nice. Um. I because I don't I I don't like this episode. <laughs> you don't like it. Yeah, I did not. I did not enjoy this. I, I didn't. Um, um, I watched it with uh, two of my friends last night, and they enjoyed it. I found okay. it. I found it. You know, okay. Yeah. It, it felt like it just felt like an episode of that show Goosebumps. I didn't watch the other Nightmare <laughs> Dreams. No, you're. Yeah, yeah. That's. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that is fair. Yeah, it's just high. It's adult Goosebumps yeah. for sure. But I have. I actually kind of enjoyed Goosebumps when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I just kind of saw it for what it was. Like yeah. I, it's, it was done pretty competently. Yeah. But it, you know, it's not great. Like the performances of the actors are mm-hmm. kind of bra- bad mostly, yeah. except I, for Ron I, Livingston, who's actually really good. I think Ron Livingston is good. I think the other uh, King alum, what's his name, uh, Henry Thomas, um, is has uh, a bit much. Who did he play? He was in um, a movie called Desperation. And but who did he play in this? Oh, he was the brother. He's the uh, Bobby, the younger Bobby. Brother. Bobby. Ah, interesting. Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jack, I don't know if you know this, but uh, character actor Bobby Mamone <laughs> will show up to the studio sometimes, and he's got severe brain damage, so he can really only just say his name <laughs> over and over. And uh, 
<laughs> and Rob is cruelly mocking him right now. <laughs> no, I think uh, I'm a big fan of Bobby Mamone's work. I think uh, I think Bobby Mamone is uh, a national treasure. <laughs> um, yeah, He's trying his best. No, he yeah, Bobby Mamone does what he can. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I would. That's got to be a T-shirt. <laughs> he does what he can. Yeah. Right, Bobby Bobby Mamone does what yeah. he can. <laughs> but I found like the the actors' performances in this, yeah. broadly speaking, very shallow, except for Ron Livingston, who was bringing it. But it, it was yeah. kind of like conspicuously good in mm -hmm. this, you know. Yeah. Like, but I kind of like I kind of like it when actors. Um, when you who, say conspicuously good, do you think he? Uh, you think it was too good compared you, to everybody think, else? Yeah. He was just. Um, <laughs> he should have worsened it up a bit just to keep the playing field level kind of yeah but you know it's i kind of like it when actors do their best in amidst uh suboptimal conditions like yeah. i think i've brought this up to both of you but one of something i was watching that old film uh the mario brothers film yeah the, we just talked we just watched <laughs> that movie really on the patreon uh yeah. last month was uh, uh super mario bros brothers that's so interesting that i bring it up now yeah uh, god is real yeah because <laughs> of the coincidence um but um <laughs> yeah um, and i'll tell you what actually jack before you get into that you could actually go and listen to that episode if you subscribe to our patreon for five dollars uh or more a month ten dollars will now uh get you a uh a mug a king me coffee mug that's right and uh there's a link uh, there's a link to that patreon page in the show notes so uh if you or anyone else wanted to go check it out they mm -hmm. absolutely could you were saying <laughs> um i <laughs> Can you just give me the episode? Can I give it to <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, can you just slip it right now? <laughs> give I it mean, to me under the oh, table. That feels, <laughs> that feels like a slippery slope. Yeah. First we give you the episode, then people start marrying their dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, the uh, Mario Brothers film is uh, awful, right? It's truly terrible. By all metrics. Yeah. But Bob Hoskins yes. is bringing it to the table. He really is. Yeah. And yeah. he hated doing that film yeah i believe he said it was the greatest regret of his life he, he did say that on his deathbed <laughs> on his deathbed <laughs> <laughs> yeah um we wow. talked about it on the episode going out of he, his way to slam the... oh man <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah like but he really is trying like he's really bringing it you yeah can watch he, it even though it's a piece of shit he still cares yeah look um, i i think he hated the film i just think no, he, he doesn't want to be caught doing badly you know like I've yeah, seen no, some... there's like he's a he's a professional. Yeah. Even though uh you know there's uh there's a uh, rumors and whatnot of him and John Leguizamo just being drunk the whole time while they were filming it. Yeah? Yeah. Well Bob is is you know he, I mean he handles his booze. He yeah. knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um I, I, I kinda like it. It was just it was just interesting to see because then you can see the him working, you know, and it, yeah. I think you get that with Ron Livingston in this episode. It's like you can see that he's doing his best, and he's dealing with very like you know actors who just they yeah. don't they don't got it. They're they, TV yeah, actors. They don't and not to mention, he's like half the time he's not even act, acting off of anyone, which I think is more impressive. Yeah, right. So it, I guess let's talk about the the setup of this whole thing. Is that um. The, just the like call it the cold open or whatever is Ron Livingston setting up a video camera in this log cabin. It's, he's lighting it uh, all you know very professionally, and then he sits down in front of the camera and just starts. Basically, he's telling he's going to tell you a story. 
um, what the how it all happened. And he holds up a, like a title card, and it says um, the end of the whole mess. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's the name of this episode. Oh, what hey. a coincidence! <laughs> God is real. Hey. Um. <laughs> so he starts talking about his family, right? He introduces um, like his parents, and they they go through that like quick montage of like. His dad was like a professor, and but he was also like this like guitar playing hippie guy. Oh God! I oh. took I wrote down as a note: uh, if the blues is going to play a prominent role in this story, I will simply shut it off. <laughs> I was very worried yeah, yeah. that <laughs> I was worried that we we're gonna have to hear his dad play the blues more. Yeah, we but, nobody wants that. Yeah, but it just seemed to be a useless no. detour. It was a. It mm-hmm. did seem like a useless. Like the whole everything with the younger parents seemed like a useless detour. Um, yeah, it's just to like. I think it's just to establish that they are big brains, so that yeah. one you justify the bro- like the brother being smart, which like you don't need to do. And then two, is it just so that like when their brains start deteriorating, we really see the full swing of that? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably yeah. I guess, right. but they yeah. they they have a, there is like a thing they do introduce yes that the that both of the parents are very smart, but also that the father has like uh, he's got a like a I think it's an eight millimeter uh, camera that he's always he's always yes. filming something, and which Ron Livingston as a young boy he really like is drawn to and that's what he like the direction he you know points his life in and he becomes a uh, a documentary. Uh, filmmaker he actually he he wins an oscar for documentaries <laughs> in this in this episode for his documentary orson wells the search for rosebud <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah Just, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah not great Ooh. not great writing not uh not no, great there is also that, that the... sounds like uh like a 45 minute documentary that would be on the criterion version of uh citizen kane you know uh. oh yeah it's the kind of it's the kind of like featurette that you can watch on YouTube with German subtitles. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah it, there's it, also it, it, like all of. Ha! That was dead air. I'm gonna take it. The <laughs> the um, I felt that the, all of the exposition about their family was a little bit much. It could have been edited down a lot. You know, there was a point where like it was like you know like after it was like maybe like. After 15 minutes of establishing how great and smart and balanced their family is, Howard narrates, I was a good boy with a bright mind who grew up in an atmosphere of love and confidence. And I was like, good for you. Good for you. (laughs) I'm so happy that you had a good time growing up. Um, Yeah. I I don't know. This... um uh, all right, so okay, so Ron Livingston is explaining what his childhood was like, and it was all very, very good for him. And then uh, his brother was born, and from an early age, they could tell that his brother was uh, very smart. That he, uh, like, oh. I think one of the first things is that he solves a uh, puzzle. Oh, hang on, I think we lost Dan. Oh yeah, I was wondering why he didn't guys, laugh at my. You're frozen. Age. Let's try hanging up and doing it just audio. Yeah. Let's do that, Daniel. Is this all making it into the episode? All of it. We Even don't... him dropping out? Is that something that happens on these episodes since Dan moved? Yeah, it happens sometimes. <laughs> right. We Great. Yeah. Um, usually, uh, what I've been doing recently is uh, when, when Dan does drop out, um, I just play some music. 
until he comes back. Just play and, some tunes. But or, like over us talking? Yeah, I mean, we could do whatever we want. Usually it's just me sitting in a room <laughs> by myself. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, uh, we'll be right back. And then you I don't play edit something. it. Yeah, I don't edit it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it, I, I, th- I feel like it has a natural uh, raw feel. Let's, all right, let's see. Well, we should probably, we don't want to discuss the episode no. while he's away. Um, maybe we can talk about me hosting Dog Pound. <laughs> <laughs> you have an open mic. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Do you like hosting uh, that open mic? It's you only, very new. You only, only did na- it once, I only right? did it once so far. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I like hosting. Do Let me host your shows, everybody. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> give, me, give me your shows. Uh, hang on. Um, trying to call you, Dan. But you're not answering, Dan. Yeah. Um, so I just started uh, start driving for Uber. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Why? It's just a bit, a bit late to the game. What are you talking about? I feel like that was a gold rush, and I think some people early on made like you could make some money. But from what I've heard, I don't Uber drive myself, but I know some. And I, it's not my full time gig; it's just to make a little side money. Do you, Do you feel that it's a good use of your time? I, I don't feel like you know I'm doing anything that's especially uh, you know time consuming. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. if I go out like for a couple hours for like three hours and make whatever mm-hmm. 60 50 60 dollars mm-hmm. i feel like that's a pretty that ma- makes it worth it wow so you can make like um 60 dollars in three hours yeah oh well that's not bad wage. yeah yeah no I'd like last that basically was what happened last night mm. I, you know because it, it's all, like after midnight on the weekends it's all you know drunk people needing rides and shit yeah. so i feel like that's you know i'm not gonna do it like i said i'm not it's not gonna be my full-time thing well, no, of course but, not. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can imagine that early on it was probably a gold rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all right, well, good for you. Um, yeah. So, are you? Pl- is that you mentioning that? Are you plugging yourself? As, I don't, th- uh, I don't think you driving? can. <laughs> I don't think you can plug yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dan, I, I miss Dan. I miss Dan too. But he's uh, he's being a real son of a bitch right now. Sometimes I do like this, this too. Sometimes is I just like I'll badmouth Dan when he's when he when he leaves here, yeah. and then uh, I, I won't cut it out. I'll do and then we'll just continue on with the show. Yeah, like we're none the like he's you know none the wiser. Yeah, and then we'll just. Uh, I feel you. Just when it comes out, everybody can hear that right. little bonus yeah. bonus material. <laughs> bonus material. I don't really have anything bad to say about Dan right No, he's a great guy. But um, his internet is terrible. But. Besides that, it is frustrating when somebody like like I don't know like I was talk, like one time my um someone texted me while I was at work like hey can you call me yeah and then I st- pretty much immediately stepped out of my office and called this person yeah and then they rejected my call right and <laughs> texted back can't talk in a meeting and like why did you <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> why did you just ask me to call why you did, why not just text me just Hey, just so you know, I'm in a meeting. Aren't yeah. I fancy? <laughs> and that's a person who's very, very n- 
difficult for me to get a hold of in general. Like, uh-huh. And like, I he he. Whenever I confront him about it, he's just like, "Oh, you know, I'm just very busy." But stunts like that, he's yeah. just it's just trolling. Mm. Ugh. I think Dan is probably uh, restarting his uh, his router. All right, let's talk about some some shit that's been going on in my life. Okay, you're talking about you, the Uber. Yeah, I'm I'm just filling air. What do you want to talk about? That's going on. I'm hosting an open mic on Fridays. Um, Where is it? It's in. It's at the. Um, it's in the community room of the Eatontown Library. Okay. Yeah, and uh, it's weekly. Six like like five thirty sign up, six o'clock start. All right. You know, it's a good time. It's five, not a bad room. Say five thirty start up. Five thirty sign, sign up. up. Yeah, I mean that that that's it's early, but there's also yeah. another mic on Fridays in Asbury Park, which is not far from Eatontown, so people can swing both. Okay. Where, what the Jess, fuck? Oh my God, there he is. Jessa Lamo's mic is on Fridays. I thought it was at, on Thursdays. Now she it's moved, on Fridays. Oh, now it's on Fridays? Inside Anchor's Bend in Asbury Park. So yeah. you can swing both mine and then hers. There you go. Because hers starts around like, you know. Hers eight, is later. Eight to nine. Oh. Or not. That's not the duration. It starts around generally. Somewhere in that area. Eight yeah. or nine. Thereabouts. So, yeah. So go to Jack's mic on Friday right after yeah. work or whatever. Yeah, and then hit up. You could do a bang bang. Yeah, and there, I think what is that like a ten minute drive between them, if that? Far more fifteen. But yeah. yeah, there you go. Dan, this podcast is an abomination. Thanks to you, the plugs are in the middle now. <laughs> <laughs> that's like no, that's just mid roll. That's okay. That's actually very professional. <laughs> is it? because uh, I yeah, I was, try- I was all the big shows. So Dan, so. you've restarted your your r- router, and we're yes. we're back. All right, we'll see. <laughs> but yeah for now we are back yeah it's funny we we are we we i can't say we were on a roll or anything in our conversation but whenever the the call drops out we definitely whatever sort of momentum we had has definitely gone yeah so well if you're expecting me to do the heavy lifting you can just forget it <laughs> I, I'm, I'm as blameless as anyone in all this you think i like it when the internet cuts out i do i, I love it i love it uh, <laughs> um um no, we're talking what? we're talking uh we're talking about this nightmares and dream states we're talking about this brilliant little kid who could solve puzzles without looking at the picture uh. <laughs> Ooh, he can be a baby with a CGI mouth. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was gross. Very upsetting. It just because it looked like the lips were just like being pulled closed Ugh. very quickly. Mm. Didn't need it. Yeah, it's, that's about all I have to say about it. I'm glad the kid wasn't a baby the whole time. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been the miscast. so what I mean. So I think the whole like early the whole setup of these kids right is that like. Um, uh, the the uh, Bobby, the other the genius kid. I don't. He's sort of like um, I don't know. How would you describe his whole like his whole mentality? It's just like he he seems sort of carefree. He's just like he's trying to build an airplane, and he like he does he builds like it's like that uh, black and white film of an air a guy trying yeah. to make a bicycle airplane <laughs> yeah it's a flying machine yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. leonardo da vinci's yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the flying machine i think it's a yeah. he's a contraption yeah. air yeah they really tried to they were, exactly establish that he was a prodigy yeah you know, and that yeah um but his whole attitude towards life i feel like he's just like i i could do so much i can make the world such a, a great place even as a, a young boy he's trying to like you know invent things and he's winning you know 
like competitions. Him and his brother. His brother brother wins a, yeah. a school uh, competition for making a documentary about his brother with a flying machine. Mm. <laughs> uh, Weirdly, though, we only ever see the brother fail. Like he, right. his flying machine fails. He is bad at chemistry. Yeah, and then he. And then he gives everyone in the world Alzheimer's. Yeah. Everyone. Like, really, everyone alive on Earth got Alzheimer's because of him. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, oh God, I do, I hate the, um, I hate the pictures that, the, like, Ron Levinson keeps talking about, like, his parents' life, his life and stuff. And it'll, it'll cut to, like, a picture of, like, he's talking about his wedding, marrying his girlfriend or whatever. And it cuts to a picture of them in like you know uh dresses like a bride and groom and like the background is clearly like a green screen that they've just yeah. like it, it's a, it's oh my god it's worse than any sort of like mall glamour shots that you've had done you know <laughs> yes yeah they, they were it's like to, yeah and they're oh sorry go ahead but i just said they were it was like a stylistic choice which kind of felt like it didn't fit what they were trying to do it, it doesn't seemed, fit at all it was arbitrary the, the idea of just like doing these like little cutaways but you know they probably weren't working yeah. with that high of a budget. Yeah, probably nothing. Yeah. This is I, right, but if they could Photoshop George W. Bush and Kim Jong, Kim Jong, yeah, right. Uh, uh, yes, Kim yes. Jong Il. Yes. If they can photo, if they can get those two in a room, why couldn't they make it look like Ron Livingston hangs out with like Seal or whoever, <laughs> whatever, whatever celebrity they picked is like, like a famous person to show his status as a quote freelance documentary filmmaker <laughs> yeah you know how all the those like those rock star documentary filmmakers yeah. <laughs> errol morris yeah uh, yeah um he's a real cock of the walk type jesus so uh, uh yeah well it makes the flying machine they film it blah 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 um it keeps it also keeps yeah. cutting to um uh what's his name henry thomas in like a parade, like a ticker tape parade, where yeah. he's like getting, yeah, just he's like sitting on the, you know, like in the car, and he's just waving at everybody, and they're just everybody's just cheering him. Yeah, we're just don't know what's going on here. Yeah, not yet. I thought for sure he was going to be assassinated because I the thought so of the too. Movie, yeah, I, right. Ron Livingston says he calls him the Messiah, which to me is like, yeah, of course you gotta give him the old book depository. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's what I honestly. That's what I thought was everything was leading to. I I kind of think that like these, yeah. all of these shows that we've done, all of these episodes, the nightmares and dreamscapes, they 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 point in like one direction, but it like it's a direction that makes sense and it, like story wise, and then they end up going in a, a a different direction and it's worse. I think it's worse mm-hmm. for it. Like like the Omni's last case, I think was. Uh, like the way it ends is just like nothing. Like just it just sort of peters out. Same thing with right. this. I feel there's like. such like they're all like pretty reasonable. Well, this one's pretty convoluted, but with the exception of this one, like Omni's last case, that's like a very simple premise that they tried to do way too much with. Yeah. To the point where like, and like given that it happens in every episode, they're confusing like, I don't know, they're they're o- overestimating the value of a twist. Right. It just goes too far. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I kind of feel like um, these last couple episodes that we've watched here, they they almost work as like a the first episode in a mini series. You know, 
this is almost like, you know, this obviously is just Ron Livingston talking into a camera and, you know, recounting his life. So, but if they, I don't know, this, it, it's, it's kind of like the stand, you know, like the whole fucking world, yeah. like there's a plague on the world. Yeah. Same thing with like Omni's last case. Like it just sort of ends in a weird point and you're like, okay, but it, it could have, there could have been a story there. Yeah, it's high. It's it's a high enough concept that you could extrapolate it into a series theoretically, yeah. and then you could, ha- you know, really like, you know, they deal with the Alzheimer's and they sh- race to find a cure, and then Joe Rogan saves the world with THC. Yeah, because that apparently <laughs> offsets Alzheimer's. Does it? It apparently does. I was actually uh, the people I was watching it with. The, this episode brought to you by uh, Charlotte's Web. The um, what is yeah. the the. THC nootropic. It's a CBD. Actually. CBD nootropic. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Oh, the, okay. It's it's one of the weed ingredients, but apparently it's uh, it it, it like I, the person I was watching it with last night. Yeah. He related this story about I think it was his grandmother who got Alzheimer's, very a very severe case of Alzheimer's, and she was actually being taken care of I think by her daughter. Okay. And the daughter was being manipulative and taking money from her and kind of harassing her and just, you know, elder abuse. And um, the the grandmother got she 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 ate a weed brownie and she got up. She actually stood up from her wheelchair at the table and was like, Grace, what are you doing here? I don't even like you. What is going on? Why are you pushing <laughs> me around? Like she, he was yeah, telling yeah. me this. Like, I'm, I've re, he, there's a lot of stories like this. Apparently, it can, like, it, it's 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 uh, marvelous for Alzheimer's. So they should have just done that. They were just all defeated. It's like, oh, the whole world has Alzheimer's. Let's kill each other. Yeah, yeah. And then, no, just all right. So no, uh, let's all let's all get high, yeah. brah. Hey, brah. Which like, if your issue is like too much aggression in the world why wouldn't you just throw some thc in the volcano yeah you're right get everyone to do a, we'll do a worldwide 420 oh my yeah. god hey man it sounds like whoa sounds pretty fucking let's chill. put on some let's put on some bob marley and just fucking cruise yeah <laughs> so yeah i do want to talk about his plan yeah, yeah. <laughs> to it's, heal the world of its aggression yeah right um yeah. so <laughs> yeah. there's sort of like everything was going great until 9 11 yeah and then it shows the family gathered around their tv watching news footage of 9 11 and from there uh this inspires henry thomas's character uh bobby to <laughs> uh he becomes like obsessed with like parsing out human nature and then finding a cure for it once he decides that people are just ag- inherently aggressive. Yes. And his plan is d- it, he shows up at Ron Livingston's apartment with uh, a glass case full of bees and a glass case full of wasps. Um, And he basically says, you see, bees only uh, I wrote it down because it was so stupid. Yeah. He says that bees are like nature's kamikaze pilots. They don't kill unless they have to, Ugh. which doesn't none of that makes a lick of sense. Right. <laughs> um because when bees sting you, as everyone knows, that kills them. Like their stinger rips their abdomen off. Right. Um whereas wasps can sting repeatedly. Right. Um he's like we got to be more like bees, man. <laughs> uh 
Which is a weird sentiment because, like, he's basically like, yeah, wasps, like, bees will sting you if they're backed into a corner. So isn't the problem still the same? Right. Yeah, I... And, and another, like, when during that scene, right, when he's he has his hand in that uh, glass case of bees, um, he, he's, try, he's trying to illustrate that, like, oh, I've, I've figured out that, like, okay, we got to be more like these bees, right? But then he gets stung by one of those bees, which, again, was leading me to think that, yes, he is going to be assassinated in this ticker tape parade. Right. Because, yeah. like, oh, it... it Yes, yeah, we've subdued or we've we've cured ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the population of their aggression, but there's there's still gonna be like one guy, yeah, one w- with a gun or something, you know? Yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. And that would have been a far more interesting ending rather than everyone gets Alzheimer's. It might have been like everyone becomes like the population broadly becomes very subdued, but there are like you know it's like maybe point one percent of the population doesn't and that actually increases the violence or the problem of war right economic disparity because these people aren't even that sociopathic but compared to everybody else right exactly yeah yeah serial they become, killers right exactly yeah. they're all they're all uh, immortan joes of of yeah. this world of <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. of people who are completely subdued that would have actually been I think far more interesting. Sure, like, what if? But it, it would, it, that's and it's, but that's actually t- just much too cerebral. It, well, for it, audiences, like, it, it's I don't know. I, I, I think, mean, it's not that cerebral. It's not that. Like, as a, you, know, I mean, you and I, we understand as a, things. As, as opposed like, to this, though, I mean, like, <laughs> this is like this is this is nonsense for the most part. Yeah, well, I don't know the Alzheimer's thing. It's like it's simple and it makes sense, I guess. Like it's kind of like that. Like it was a you know sort of a Faustian bargain. Yeah, and it 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 play it, it plays out somewhat effectively like that. I don't know. Old timers low is a little bit. Uh, it's just it, so it's real strong. Yeah, it's like such a serious illness that they keep refer like anyone who starts experiencing the side effects of his cure for aggression, they refer to them as like turning silly. Yeah. Which I oh my god! Yeah, yeah, weird. That's yeah. It, it's yeah. such like an old timey way to say Alzheimer's. Like ah, oh, they turned silly. <laughs> <laughs> this is as much information about this disease as we have. It just makes people kind of silly. Mm. Yeah. Forgetting who your family is, that's silly, right? Yeah. yeah. Um so, so yeah, basically his the the demonstration, yeah, he he gives the bees and wasps a a bit of quote concentrated water from this one well in a town called La Plata, Texas. Yes. And I do, there's a lot lot going on here. Concentrated but the thing water that bugs me most. That is the thing that bugs me most. Yeah, <laughs> that really is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> now, Dan, concentrated water is that like is that like raw water? Is that what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think just the opposite. It, it's uh, it's actually it's um it's it's cooked down. <laughs> How do you? <laughs> it's 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 a demi gloss. It's ice. It's ice, right? That's yeah. It's just ice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's right. It's just like a thick syrupy water. It would be gas. Like yeah, oh. it's just a thick syrupy. No, but um, yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. Uh, Henry Thomas he comes up with this thing, right? He's he's the idea is so he's come up with a cure for this aggression. Um, now it's he, so crazy. Yeah. 
but now he has to like how do you how do you I don't know how do you administer it to the whole world? Well, what he found in the plot well, seems to have been a virus. Like when he's describing yeah. it to right. when when uh, Bobby's describing it to Howard, he's describing it as Bobby. This, Bobby. Uh, that they found a this protein, <laughs> and he says that it's not found anywhere in nature but the human mind. Mm-hmm. But then la- and then later it's characterized as a virus. Yes, but um. <laughs> No, it's very and he says, I don't know what happened. It worked fine on this sample brain I have here. <laughs> and it says, normal human mind on the label. But then he pulls back a little bit of tape and it says, normal Alzheimer's human yeah. mind. Oh, no. Uh, how did he not notice the giant gap between normal and human? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know what oh. it is. I assume it's a virus that he found. He just saw it, it was a just some, yeah. knock, like, you know, a protein. But, you know, viruses are kind of, I don't know. They're like not really cellular, but they can be like self-replicating proteins, I guess. So yeah. he found a virus, right. and it's. Um, but here's a question: yeah. Could could that survive the heat of a volcano? Great question. <laughs> the answer I feel is no. You you would think that, but I don't know. Well, maybe you know they in the, if if the exposition right before they <laughs> actually the, do yeah. it is to be believed about Krakatoa, like apparently it spread like. Uh, spores of certain plants so mm. that they were found in a wider area. All right. That so mm. like you know if they if that can survive. Yeah, but that's not because the plants were in the mouth of the volcano. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are probably reasons that make sense for how yeah, that would happen. Exactly. But sure, for the purposes of this, you can pour some water into a volcano and it'll just stay there until the volcano erupts. Like a human cannonball waiting in a cannon. <laughs> like a human. Or, for that matter, <laughs> yeah. a regular cannonball like waiting human, in a cannon. Human cannonball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, Henry Thomas's big idea is to, um, yeah, to drop this virus into the volcano. And when the volcano erupts, it will erupt into the atmosphere and spread worldwide. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. The ethics of that are questionable at best. Dubious at best. Yeah, dubious. Yeah. The sort of thing, <laughs> the sort of thing that you maybe couldn't go to your rich friends and ask them to invest in successfully. <laughs> yeah. 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 And which is exactly what Ron Livingston does. He like. Yeah. yeah. He fucking he he rounds up all the money for this insane project, yep. uh, being conducted by. Uh, Henry Thomas, but also this weird cowboy geologist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Duke Rogers was Duke his name. Rogers. Yeah, Duke Duke Rogers. Duke Rogers. Yeah. Right. And we trust yeah, him. Professor a, Duke Rogers. A conflation of du- no, 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 no. Duke, like he's also a Duke. He's yeah, yeah. cowboy scientist, and he's also <laughs> the Duke of Earl. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, oh, it's so it, it makes me wonder, like, whose permission did they get to do this? Was this a government operation? Like because he gets you know with the I ticket tape parade no. with the ticket tape parade that we saw in the beginning right he's obviously goes on to be lauded as a yes. hero but I don't think he has anybody's approval I think he just oh, does yeah, it he just fucking he just goes yeah without 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 any sort of like I don't know actual testing yeah <laughs> you know maybe you need maybe you need a little bit of yeah human maybe trials. one sample of yeah one sample of 
bees isn't uh, a good <laughs> enough sample size yeah. Yeah, before you for start unleashing spread, a, yeah, for unleashing a plague yeah. on the world. It, it was very unclear to me. I, I I was like going through it this morning trying to find out like where like where where was the sanction? Yeah. You know, like no who does Duke Rogers work for? Like he's like a for college. Like imagine if Oh yeah. Duke Rogers works for no man. <laughs> that that much is clear to me. Yeah. It's a, uh just based on his whole no, vibe. Yeah. This is almost um, as bad as when you two put their new album on everybody's iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot like that. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's um, so, so they do this. They fucking, they, they drop this virus in the, in the volcano. It explodes. And then there is world peace. Yeah. Every, we three see years. Yeah. George Bush shaking hands with Kim Jong-un. Yeah. No, Kim Jong-il. Il. Um, and then we yes. see a ticker tape parade, and that's when Henry Thomas should have been struck down by by gunmen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, like, uh-huh. and that should have been the issue. Yeah, well, if like, God, yeah, th- oh my God, that's so much better. Wait, I can't get over wait, it. Now, wait a second. Okay, how about this? So it, it, he cures the aggression, right? But then he gets shot in this parade, right? And then. What we find is that, yes, uh, for a, an amount of time that it does subdue any sort of aggression and whatever. But then um, once once that uh, time frame or whatever is up, the aggression that has been subdued has been is is magnified by, Whoa. you know, whatever. And it actually starts tearing people apart. Yeah. You know, there's blood in it. blood in the streets. And that's the Armageddon. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that is, I don't know, maybe more interesting to watch. It would be, than, it would require than, more money to than, do. Then people just going silly on <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's kind of like maybe that was like an, in the original draft. Maybe. But then, like, you know, it's like it would be hard to execute. And it's like, well, what's another thing that's bad that won't cost as much money to portray? <laughs> yeah. on we don't screen? have any stock footage of yeah. that. We can't. <laughs> yeah, it's not, yeah. You don't have to have people running around breaking windows. Right. You can just have them just <laughs> sitting on a on a park bench singing. A song. <laughs> yeah. You could have him sitting on a park bench while Ron Livingston's like 50 feet away with the camera. <laughs> he was he was so far from them. Yeah. And also, did you notice that his like monitor headphones was just a Bluetooth earpiece? Yes. <laughs> That's not what how the monitoring fuck headphones was that? <laughs> yeah, that was so bizarre. Um, um, but yeah, so after three years, things start going kind of sideways. Getting silly, and um, yeah. people people start getting silly. And Henry Thomas, uh, <laughs> he well, first of all, Duke Rogers uh, blows his brains out yeah. at the laboratory. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's like, I, that, which is yeah. uh, <laughs> unbefitting of a of a cowboy hero yeah. such as himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, but yeah, so Robert uh, Henry Thomas's character Robert calls uh, Ron Livingston into like his lab or whatever and he's like there's this graph that you see earlier which is like um it's like concentric circles of like violent crime surrounding la plata texas and at the center there's like no violent crime at all right like zero yes and it just the farther out you get from that it gets like the the number of crimes grows more and more <laughs> so then he's like so i have this and then he lays another chart over it of like the the presence of Alzheimer's in that same area, yep. and it's just like, 
So like, well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he ran one metric before he was like, right. "This is this is ready to go to the entire world." Like, where where did he get that second graph, that layover graph? Why didn't of Alzheimer's? Yeah, of Alzheimer's. Why haven't we? Why why hasn't he seen that before? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But I do love then uh, when he does that. Ron Livingston goes Alzheimer's. And Henry Thomas says, in spades. In spades. Yeah. Oh, we we just, we're lousy with the stuff. Yeah. No, I, Henry Thomas, like, I know what, I know his ultimate end, but it sort of feels like he has no remorse for what he's done. Especially, like, in that moment, no. especially, he's just like, ah, yep, everybody's going to get Alzheimer's. It's going to get bad. I feel like the And ca- that's it. <laughs> I feel like the character has remorse, but the actor is pretty is flat. Not, yeah. I think that he does in fact he does, you know, he's he's so remorseful that he he commits suicide. So I think he does. Yeah. I just think that the act that actor is uh yeah. Yeah, so his so the parents they are left singing on a park bench. They bar- barely singing know where they are. On a yeah. park bench. Um and then, so Ron Livingston. You that, know what's funny? I just yeah. want to that scene before we, we yeah, move yeah. away from like he when he is um, on the bench and and uh, Howard is is uh, telling him he needs to sign the release form so that he can put them in the retirement home. Yeah, he he doesn't recognize his son. Yeah, and he says, the father Richard says they're doing things in the basement, terrible things. What? yeah i want to know more about that what what is he talking about we were supposed to write that off as just like his dementia but you know like you were saying you know you were talking about elder abuse earlier that's a very real problem yeah no in general it feels like this episode's very flippant about (laughs) a very serious illness it yes it really is um well, I don't and feel again, like they're playing I, Alzheimer's for laughs. I just think no, that... It, but I don't think they're taking it seriously at all. Um, yeah, I don't think they're... I think they would approach if it was an... Yeah, I think they're... They, they, they're not, yeah, you're right. I don't think these people like, know people with Alzheimer's necessarily. Like, okay, why... So Henry Thomas, okay, he uh, instead... Like, he goes to Ron Livingston's cabin, and he's basically like, listen, I... You know, this is all my fault. I'm I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to take my own life. I need your help, though. So Ron Livingston helps him, assists him in suicide, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he calls him a wuss for not for not being reluctant to do it. Yeah, like yeah he's yeah. like 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 you're the like he's the wuss. Yeah, like you're the one who caused <laughs> the problem. You're the one who refuses to live with your yeah. mistake. Yeah, and you, you, you he and frankly, I wondered like you know if you're so if if he you know the whole thing started because he was so compelled to save humanity. Yeah, like where did that so passion go? Like but, he could have he was probably smart enough to come up with a with a. Uh, a solution, you know. But that, again, but fucking, that's the thing. Fucking marijuana, just like no. But okay, he's, surely he's smart yeah. enough to know no. about marijuana. He's but, buying the pharma yeah. fucking Kool Aid on that shit, yo. But okay, I don't even so, like but, weed that much. I don't know why I'm I know. I, you're, <laughs> yeah, no. But okay, Henry Thomas, right? He just he's just like I, you know, he's like I give up essentially. He's like I'm gonna kill myself. Why not? Instead of doing that in this story, within the the this story. Why not make it turn it into this race against time? Because Henry Thomas is this genius. Because he feels responsible for giving the whole world Alzheimer's, and he knows that he is going to get Alzheimer's. 
at some point, mm-hmm. but he, there is a there's an amount of time before he gets it that why doesn't he try and find a cure for Alzheimer's? Yeah, exactly. There is no right. effort. It, it, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, why doesn't he find a cure for Alzheimer's and drop it in a volcano? <laughs> yeah, right. precisely. Yeah, that's and what may, I was saying. Yeah. And wait, and then he does that, and then that causes a totally different plague. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, yeah. well, now we're just uh, no, doing then, the, the Rick and Morty episode with the Cronenberg. Oh, the Cronenberg. Yeah, oh, I guess, yeah. I guess well, you're which, right. But but this predates that. So, yes. You know, no, but I don't. We, will, well, we won't yeah. get sued and for. Retroactively, <laughs> so does this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this, No, um, but I, I don't know. Like, there's so many other more interesting ways that this could have ended. I feel like the ending of this just sucks. So everybody, everybody in the world gets Alzheimer's. Uh, Ron Livingston helps Henry Thomas with his suicide. And then uh, Ron Livingston, knowing that he will be dead soon from Alzheimer's, he he's trying to he's telling this you know telling the story into this camera, even though it doesn't matter at all because everybody yeah. in the world will have Alzheimer's. Everybody will be dead very soon. Well, not necessarily. I don't think. Uh, but listen, I, mean, I don't out. think this is the death knell they, for humanity. I actually thought about how this would. But play out like no you okay but everything in this story everything we're presented with here is telling us that this is the death now well i think in the story there's the seed of 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 the fu- the future of the story of the the story carrying on like he um bobby says you need to tell the story and how he feels compelled to do so yeah and not everyone has Alzheimer's. It's just people get Alzheimer's early on in life. Like it's neurodegenerative. In, in spades. Yeah, but like that doesn't like you know you don't I, I, like a one year old won't have Alzheimer's. Like he might you know it might start but, onset in like early twenties or whatever. That that might be the uh, the worst case scenario. But I don't. But I I don't know. From what I from this what I was led to believe was that like from kind of whatever point they dropped that stuff in the volcano. Whatever it was, like three years later, however old you were, that's when the the it started to present itself. So I uh, I just assume that everybody, anybody who was in that time frame, was getting it, no matter what age they were. So like you're saying, like, yeah, it was a little unclear because they kind of said both. Like there's a point, and I think Jack, that's what you're talking about, where uh, Henry Thomas says pretty much like people will start getting it younger. Right. Like, yeah, and not. Yeah, yeah. And the people in La Plata were exposed to this pathogen, mm-hmm. and they they just got like if using them as the model, they probably. But they don't. They also say that it's it's it, in the rain that like having the rain yeah. the rain like people are getting rained on and mm-hmm. it, like absorbing through their skin, like they're much more susceptible to it. Mm-hmm. Like that, that mm-hmm. news reporter was standing out in the rain reporting, and she couldn't even finish, yeah, because she like it was, it was affecting her. Yeah, well, maybe, but you know, with as with, I think, any virus, if if not almost any virus, mm-hmm. I mean, it just seems like that there would probably be a subset of the population that would be resistant to it. No, I'm yeah, but like, we're not shown that at all. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't think I think this isn't the death knell for humanity. It's just right. a hangover. And <laughs> it's just a hangover. It. Like I just don't think like Alzheimer's <laughs> like is you know it's bad, but you know with neurodegenerative diseases like it's some people are more cognitively robust. Mm-hmm. Like I think actually it's higher IQ people are actually more resistant to the effects of like mm-hmm. Alzheimer's and stuff because I guess there's just more 
it, it's more complex. Your brain is more complex and there's more there. Uh-huh. So there's certain people who will maintain higher intelligence than others. Yeah. So in a sense, it's just like level. This is just, you know, the, 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 the playing field has just been lowered a bit. <laughs> there's still disparity. <laughs> like it's not that it's just a smaller right. thing. People are going to achieve less things, but then they'll grope their way back. It's, I have a very, I don't know. I just like, whenever I come across dystopian fiction, I always yeah. try to, I'm just, I you're, try to. You try and figure out a way to get out of it? Yeah. <laughs> always. Right. Oh, that's fine. Maybe so, that speaks to a very kind, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm just optimistic about this. This right. doesn't seem like the worst thing. This isn't zombie apocalypse. <laughs> you know? This isn't no, the walking dead. In this apocalypse, when you die, you stay dead. <laughs> ah. Yeah, but that doesn't mean, I don't think that it's going to, um, I don't think it's going to affect the population so that it doesn't replace itself. Yeah. You know? I don't, yeah. there'll just be a lot of dumb people. You know? All right. <laughs> so it ends with Henry Thomas uh, killing himself, and then um, Ron Livingston, at the end of his video, dies. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's just kind of, that, and that's credits. That's the end. Well, you yeah. missed out. Ron so, dies. You at missed the out end. that there's a shot <laughs> of of them as children flying in the air. Yeah. Well, yes, there is that. <laughs> oh, right. That was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't, um, what, what does that imply? What was how the far they've fallen? I don't know. Or that it's the afterlife. They're ghosts. Mm. And uh, what's it? Bobby flew too close to the sun. I don't know. Well, they both look very happy I, flying. You know, it kind of looks. They're both flying. It just looks like. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that. Oh, I, I yeah, I forgot. Yeah, they're flying. I'm sorry. I, w- I forgot. I thought you were referencing when he was flying the machine. No, you're talking about when they they were doing that like the flying thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When they're they're Peter panning it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah, that's pretty <laughs> weird. All right. <laughs> that's yeah i actually kind of like that ending <laughs> like just it was a little like it, it felt like it was kind of what, the was, kids flying not well 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 that <laughs> well, i meant the, the whole ending with like just the the kind of the montage of him he's murmuring in his in his uh alzheimer's stupor just, i forgive you Bobby. i love you i'm sorry i forgive you i love you i like that i don't know that was i don't think it was great you mm. know but i'm trying to you know i'm trying right. to find something i just felt it was pretty it, it was probably the most effective part of mm-hmm. the whole episode right. just in terms of what it was trying to make me feel it, it was the closest mm-hmm. to pro- uh, how i felt was probably uh the yeah it, it was probably the most effective part of the episode all right so that's uh that's that's that episode of nightmares and dreamscapes um and do some segments yeah let's do them <laughs> <laughs> oh that hurts my parts Oh, that hurts my parts. What we're going to do now, we're going to go ahead around and go around the table. We're going <laughs> to say what we consider to be the worst thing about this uh, episode. Uh, uh, not of the podcast, of the of Nightmares and Dreamscapes. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, customarily, we start with our guest. Jack, do you have do you have something lined up? Did anything jump out? Well, um. I, w- I would like to mention that the part where they were talking about how good their upbringing was made me very jealous. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I think that the singular point that I found the worst was uh, Bobby's birth. Like uh, like when Bobby's being born, the, the mother is shouting, drugs, more drugs. Like mm. It just seemed forced. And then the dad's there with a camera. Like with be, a just, huge camera yeah. with a huge light, yeah, yeah. Just obnoxious with his camera. And then the mother goes, says, "Uh, this kid is gonna pay because of how much pain mm-hmm. she's in give, giving birth to him." And 
Oh, yeah, and foreshadowing. I thought it was foreshadowing, but it doesn't. It, it would have been foreshadowing if he had been uh, murdered. Sure. In the ticket tape parade, <laughs> um, but uh, it it didn't really pay off. It was just a, I just found that scene really confusing and just just ugly, yeah. unnecessary. Yeah, it didn't need to be there at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I, <laughs> Rob, what hurt what hurt your parts? Um, oh man, there's there's a lot that I didn't like about this episode. Um, I I real I hate all of the green screen like photography oh, bullshit. Yeah. I think. Oh, I love it. Every time that my favorite one is the mom getting her diploma oh, from college. Yeah, it, it that <laughs> <laughs> that looks like something in a like a, a brochure for just college not any particular yeah. university yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks like yeah it looks like stock footage you can buy yeah um the stuff the 9-11 stuff was fucking weird um you didn't like that you didn't like 9-11 <laughs> no, yeah no i'm a huge fan of 9/11. <laughs> i just cool. didn't <laughs> i just didn't like it you know how it was represented in this in this episode sure yeah they kind of painted in a negative <laughs> Jack is just like, wow, I don't want to be associated with this anymore. (laughs) No, no, no. I just think it's important to represent all viewpoints. (laughs) You know, on both sides. Come on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Bad guys on both sides. Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, it does like, especially knowing. (laughs) Wait, what'd you say? Uh, No. I said. Yeah. I'll I'll hear it. I'm tugging on his collar. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well. Okay, just to clarify, Jack, I don't like 9-11. <laughs> I don't like 9-11 either. Uh, I love it. <laughs> it took a <laughs> yeah. lot for me to get him to say that. <laughs> uh, fell on my sl- uh. yeah. But yeah, no, this came out in like 06. I feel like people were still in, you know, pretty upset about 9-11. We, we were still, no one was I think we were literally still sifting through the rubble of 9-11. Mm. That very well could be, yeah. So I think it was like hot enough in people's minds that it made sense. I don't think I know we're never supposed to discuss the book, and I promise I won't. Yeah. But the Wikipedia page about the book mm-hmm. uh, seems to suggest that nine eleven was not a part of the uh, written version of this story. Yeah. So, th- like, how many? Um, how many? Yeah. How many years after D Day did we start making movies about D Day? <laughs> you know. Oh, good question. Good question. Honestly, probably like a year. Like a year, right? Because like yeah. a year yeah, before, that was like... it wasn't shoved in everybody's face. But... <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people thought that spilling all the details of that operation wouldn't pay off, but boy, were they wrong! <laughs> oh uh, man, Dan, uh, what what uh, traveled more slowly back then? What hurt your parts, Dan? <laughs> so a little bit about what hurt my parts this week. Um, of course I don't like the stock photography. Yeah. Of course I don't like the the shoehorning in of nine eleven. Yeah. I really object to concentrated water and the <laughs> idea that putting water in a volcano will do you much good. Um it's very stupid. Uh but <laughs> additionally, um, Okay, no, I'm going to save that for my shining moment. Okay. There's a very oh, fine line right. between my least favorite and favorite things in, in this one. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's it for me. Right. I really, I fucking hated that. All right, so let's move on to Danny. Danny! Okay. <laughs> this is Danny, formerly shining moments. Uh, <laughs> Jack, what, what moment in this in this story shined for you? I Well, I said before I liked the ending, kind of, just 
it didn't particularly resonate with me, uh, but just compared to everything else, it was it was fine. Just, just I like I kind of like those like sappy montages like that where they cut back to like him as a baby and showing him growing up. Like it was going for heart pangs. Didn't get them, but <laughs> you know, good try. A for effort. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how about you, Rob? Uh, I kind of liked when Henry Thomas just like did that overlay of like the Alzheimer's over that map, <laughs> yeah. and he was just like, "Yep, Alzheimer's yep. in spades." Oh god. Well, yeah. moving on. <laughs> I guess. We, I, wow. I don't know. It just it sort of sums up the whole episode. It's just like, well, we're just going to be real flippant about this, and I don't care that I've done this. And moving on, let's yeah. do it. What about it you? It reminds me so much of like startups and stuff yeah <laughs> it's just like zero caution being given no forethought you just do it and then hope it makes sense yep this this was the juicero of saving the world schemes. <laughs> jack are you familiar with juicero no juicero was... oh i'll be happy to tell oh, you yeah go ahead dan <laughs> it's no no go ahead bro no. <laughs> it's it was a uh it was a juicer right for like vegetables fruits and things whatever but instead of, you know, like a normal juicer, it's almost like a blender where it like grinds things up and like whatever, makes a pulp and then separates the juice from the pulp. Mm-hmm. This, you would ha- you had to buy a special bag of, of vegetables and things that you would, you would place inside the machine and it would, it, it was just like a press. It would just press everything and squeeze it all out. Um, it was well. No, what you're what you're missing is that the bag was just full of juice. Well, right. There was that, no was actual juicing. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. No, no. That, that's <laughs> what I was getting to that because so that's how it was sold. Is that it? You know, it's pressing out all the juice. These bags were actually only full of juice, and the machine itself cost what, like eight hundred dollars, something like that. Something like that, and the bags were like a hundred a month, or it was something astronomical. Yeah, it was um, crazy. But some some asshole That's was just guy, like, we could make a machine that presses juice out of a bag, and we could sell it as a juicer. <laughs> yeah, um, that guy suck. also is a big proponent of the raw water movement. Oh, of course he is. <laughs> um, raw water, like yeah, the ocean. Okay, yeah, actually, yeah, um, pretty much. These people, they uh, they don't want any any sort of like uh, say tampering. They 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 want the. F- "Quote unquote freshest water possible," mm-hmm. so they're just going to water sources and bottling the water straight out of that source. Goodness me! Yeah, algae and all. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would say that Pretty you need to work your way up to that type of water. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> that's not beginner water. No, you need no. <laughs> Start with cook stuff. Work your way that's up like to that raw PhD water. Yeah. water. Yeah. 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 Um. um so wait, what was your shining moment? My shining moment, uh, yeah. I I can't remember if these are two separate moments or not. Okay. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Did you hear that? My little death rattle? No, you're fine. Okay. Um, so um there's the moment where he's doing like he's like a little kid. Uh Henry Thomas is a little kid. Uh-huh. And he's doing uh it sounds like I'm about to start talking about E. T., but I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um his character is like doing science experiments in the garage and the entire garage explodes, but he lives and he's just covered in black soot. 
Uh-huh. Uh, I think that's very funny. And I can't remember if this <laughs> is the same scene, but at one point he like goofs up. He does. He makes some sort of mistake as he's doing his child experiments and they just play the sound of a slide whistle. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah no, yeah. you're right. And he falls as he falls. They play the slide, the slide whistle. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. I thought that was completely insane and I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This this the, I think this so. thing has is a is a conflation of a lot of a lot of different things. Like it it was kind of it was a little bit rambling. Kind of yeah. it, it took a lot of unnecessary mm-hmm. detours. Like with the exposition yeah, about absolutely. their upbringing. I, I feel like Duke Rogers, mm-hmm. the the cowboy scientist Duke, yeah, is <laughs> is kind of like the embodiment of this episode. Oh, like he because he's a conf- <laughs> because he's he's a conflation of. Three different things, like, okay. Or, like uh, various things, like he he and, and they don't seem to have any common ground. Like he's a cowboy, he's a scientist, and he's a duke. Right. I don't actually think he's a duke. <laughs> he's not a duke. I know. I don't actually think he's a duke. No, no, I want to no, establish I that. I don't want to no, appear as an is, idiot. I assume, My reputation has been tarnished enough. I, I assumed he was he was the duke. He was John Wayne, the duke. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, okay. That's yeah. I forgot about that. Um, all right, he's like um, a Hindu god, Duke Rogers. Like yeah. he's just like a conflation of like <laughs> like how like Hindu gods are like animals <laughs> and human and like mo- more than one arm. John Wayne with eight arms. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like he's got like a few. I some am of them become have guns. death destroyer of worlds, partner. <laughs> some of them have some of them have guns and some of them have lassos. Uh, test tube, <laughs> got a test, test tube, tube in one hand <laughs> and a royal scepter in one arm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. If anybody out there is an, an artist, um, I would I would love to see somebody's somebody's take on Duke Rogers, the Duke, destroyer. Yeah, yeah, Duke Rogers, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eight uh, arms. Vishnu John full of, Wayne. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. So let's. Uh, What's that? Oh, let's uh, let's move on to kink tropes. Oh, yeah, that's what I was gonna say, Dan. Come on. Well, uh, I feel like I said it better. Yeah, you did. In the book I'm working on now, <laughs> there's a spooky monster. <laughs> this is I got king tropes. Two. This is king tropes. Yeah. Um, if we've seen it before and we're seeing it again, well, you can believe we'll include it in king tropes if we remember <laughs> this week's king tropes. <laughs> Um, I got goofy nicknames slash inside jokes. Yep. So like, uh, we didn't really cover this, but um, uh, duh, 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 what's his name? The boy Henry Thomas calls Ron Livingston's character Bow Wow, which was uh, oh yeah, I think his CGI baby mouth called him as a little baby. Yep. Um, and then Ron Livingston, there's like this running this like callback line where he keeps saying fiddle dd, and it's very annoying. Ah, uh, I hate that shit. Yeah. Hated that. What was the um, other one? I also, what's up? No, what was the uh, your second one? Oh, writers with headaches. When Henry Thomas's character is a little boy, he gets headaches because he uh, while he's writing. Yeah, which I think is like I want to say dark half. There's another one where, oh, secret window. Secret window. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So those are my two. Okay. Do you have any? Yeah. Um. Well, uh, plagues, right? That wipe out populate the whole population thinking the stand i mm-hmm. said that earlier mm-hmm. um also i don't know I, I i'm gonna need a ruling on this because i kind of feel like henry thomas at the end there 
drives a very long distance to that cabin <laughs> just oh, to die. Oh, he for sure drives a long distance <laughs> to that cabin just to die. Yeah, no. That's that's textbook driving a long distance only to die. <laughs> it is it is my favorite king trope. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I'm is, not sure. Tra- it is seemingly omnipresent. It, it <laughs> uh, yeah. comes up every week. I'm not I'm not trying week. to like shoehorn it in, but I kind of feel like yeah, it is in every week, yeah. Well, it's so, like yeah, once you once you see it, you start seeing it everywhere. It's just it's right. incredible. So uh, Jack, uh, do you have any other ones? I I am I am not versed enough. No, that's that's King that's, that's fine. right. That's right. <laughs> Stay in your lane, pal. Yeah. Uh, you think you get? You think this is easy? Yeah. No. Yeah. It I, is. Far be it for me, <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> far be it for me to speak from ignorance. I is is townies a trope or is that a separate segment? That I, is a separate segment. Right. Oh. Okay. We didn't. We haven't done a townie profile in a long time. No, but Jack has one for us today. Well, like, well, wait. Oh no! We have to play the townie profile music. Okay, lest yeah. the world would All end right. if we. D- yeah, take five. <laughs> Here comes big, bad, big. I wonder how much they'd pay for it up to college. Rod, booze, baseball. Let's I could use the time to go to the restroom. I'm going to go to the restroom. They don't cut the outsiders, and they probably won't have a phone he either. Have that loony, much loony, loony. What is it that you want, Ernie? Some Last town report said you were in arrears in your taxes, Andy. They're not retarded. <laughs> They're disturbed. Guess I'll never be lucky. Hell, I ain't married anyone. Daisy man. Let's make us a baby doggy style. Or <laughs> do it for money. She got money. She's young. She does it because she likes it. Photographs of teddy bears. Lion in coffins. <laughs> the sweet children of Gatlin have chained the door. Bingo? It's just like the one I used to have in high school before I was a bum. But I got the cancer and she got the change, so ain't neither of us all that fun to live with. Soaks up that cat piss real good. That was so long that I had time to apply a layer of glue and have it dry on my hand. <laughs> I thought you were going to say... I had time to apply for a job, and I've been accepted. <laughs> I got the job, and I got fired for embezzlement. <laughs> oh, um, uh, well, okay. Jack wanted us to uh, to do a townie profile, and then uh, he, as the he mus- wanted us to vamp. Yeah, he well he while he pissed. Yeah, he had to run to the bathroom, so he's gone now. <laughs> Why didn't he ask how long it would take or anything other than what he did? Uh, I don't know. Um, oh. So now we're we're trapped in Townie Profile. Until- oh, damn. Wait, I have an idea. Okay. You want to do a sec? Can we do a segment within a segment? Yeah. What do you want to do? Well, we only have two other segments, Our- and we can't do the other one because that comes at the end. <laughs> no, Jack's back. But no, now we're, no. we're not. We're... We're out of Townie Profile we're, into Where Was Slimer? Hey, Dan. Well, no, we're so deep in oh, yeah, okay. Townie Profile that we've found Where Was Slimer. <laughs> sort of like digging a hole to China. Uh, goodness um, so, Jack, did you see Slimer from Ghostbusters in this movie? Yes, but I was on acid when I was watching it, so uh, that's not that. Oh, I meant, <laughs> I meant within the frame of the screen. Oh. Um, nah, what am I supposed to say? 
<laughs> I don't know. Did you Did see him? What kind, of, what kind of question is that? <laughs> Did you see Slimer from Ghostbusters in this in this TV show, or did you not see that? Surely you jest. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. you are pissing me off. I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. What is the meaning of this? Jack. <laughs> Slimer. Right. Am I supposed to, like, I feel like there's a trick here. What did I miss? No. Did you see him in the movie or not? Sometimes we watch these movies, we see Slimer in the background <laughs> eating hot dogs. Did you see that old onion head or not? I, I don't recall. <laughs> I don't recall. Are, is that a non-committal? I don't recall. I don't recall. No, I, I did not see. Say, it. I can't say. I don't want. To, look. I, oh my god! I'll remind you that you are under oath. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think? Why do you think Rob cut your hand with a ceremonious dagger on your way in? <laughs> well, that's why the gravity of the situation is so great. I don't know. I don't remember. Mm. Uh, is this uh, how I die? Clear your mind. <laughs> remember. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. All it's right. fine. Rob, did you see Slimer? Yeah, I saw him. Dan? Me too. Me too. Was that so fucking hard? All right. Guys, that was where was Slimer. Wow. Great great episode of Where Was Slimer. <laughs> Tense. Yeah. Tense episode. Yeah. yeah. I loved it. it. It had propulsion, though. It was like watching 12 Angry Men. <laughs> or um, 10 Angry Men, the prequel. So, um. <laughs> townie profile. Yep. You, let's talk about let's talk about some townies. Yes. I believe that the two people who get involved in a fender bender together mm-hmm. that they, they oh yeah townies. okay yeah for sure they are full blown they are townies yeah. yeah the guy with the cowboy hat and um the the um tattooed guy yeah yeah they get yeah let's take a let's take a second to describe that scene because i don't think we got to it unless that happened while i was disconnected from you guys no 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 so yeah go um so basically yeah they go uh Henry Henry uh, Henry Thomas takes Ron Livingston to Texas to see the town of La Plata and to, of course, meet Duke Rogers, the cowboy geologist. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second they get off the plane, two guys get into a car accident uh, where one it it's a fender detachment situation. Yes. One guy's bumper comes clean off and they get out of their cars and they're two like burly, like meanish looking guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they just hug and they have a beer. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of fighting about the car accident they just got into, and that is proof that that right there is proof of uh, Henry Thomas's whole premise here. Yes. Um. But yeah, those are two good townies. So that was townie profile. Let's close it out with the song, and let's Here cut the song off. Bad. Big. Please. I wonder how much they'd pay no, for it. Come up to on. College. Ride, we can't do this again. It's just about the finest man in the world. One, so and I know we're it. only like an eighth of they the way through. <laughs> Rob, did you lower? Oh, I thought you pulled the volume down on my mic. <laughs> 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 uh, no, I just I wanted to see how long how how, how long you you could stand it, Dan. Um. <laughs> well, I can't. I, I can't stand it, and I know you planned it. So <laughs> I recall a time when there was complete silence while you played that. And mm. yeah, like, yeah. Look at the degradation of culture. <laughs> it used to be a sacred thing, and then yeah. and then Rob got carried away. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is why. Uh, all right, guys. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> this is just why. 
All right. I we got one more segment here to close this thing out. This is gonna be IMDB. They just cheated us. This isn't fair. Welcome to IMDB, where we compare our opinion of the movie against the average user score on IMDB.com. 414 souls gave their opinion of Nightmares and Dreamscapes from the stories of Stephen King, episode four, The End of the Whole Mess. Yeah. And they awarded it a weighted average user score of 6.8 out of 10 stars. Wow. I personally feel that's way too high, but I'll, I'll go to our <laughs> guest first. Jack, do you think that's an appropriate score? Um, I would say, uh, yeah, I think compared to like for its time and for what it was and for its budget, I guess. I mean, I would rate it at five, just uh, just five because it's just like, you know, yeah, it wasn't offensive to my sensibilities or like, you know, it wasn't screamingly bad, but, mm-hmm. you know, it just like... It isn't something I would choose to watch right. or recommend to somebody. Mm-hmm. But the the people who I watched it with, mm-hmm. they thought it was great. They 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 had a very high opinion of it. Wow. Probably higher than six point eight. Wow. They, one of them was like, That's "Yeah, this is an epi- this yeah. is like an episode of Black Mirror." Wow. Yeah. What you you're friends with Scatman Crothers? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's how he talked. I didn't mean to. But yeah. But um. That's that's uh the. Yeah, so, I mean, I didn't really enjoy it too much. It was just kind of flat, but right. other people kind of like it. Um, well. Yeah, I, I I give this a four. I didn't, I found I found it boring, and that's the worst, the worst thing that any of these can be, is boring. Dan. Yep, what about, I agree. What about I you? I agree. Um, I think it's too low, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah? I think it, no, I don't, I don't. Um. I no four four kind of works for me. Yeah, like you said, it's boring. the The goofy stuff is too spread out. There's not right. There's not enough weirdo shit happening besides the sort of intrinsic craziness of the premise. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I think a four works. Four <laughs> out of four out of ten stars for this IMDb yeah, in my, user. Yeah. In my heart, I would say it's four. Like for me, it no, would you can like stick four. with your five. But five yeah, is just because I, don't I can bully I can, into it. I can see other people liking it. All right, you know, like That's I can fine. I can see other people, and I did. See, I saw other people. Liking I saw. It. I actually <laughs> I saw, saw other people like again though. Again, yeah. you you were on acid while you watched it. So who knows? <laughs> All right, um, guys, that's the end of the episode. All right, shows yep. over. Shows over. Thanks so much. Hey, Jack, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks oh, for was, coming back. It was fun. I hope that I was a, a, a good guest. You were. You're fantastic. Always. Um, do you have anything you'd like to plug at this time? I do. Um, when is this episode getting released? This week. This week? Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, on Thursday, February 1st, I'm on a show called Heathens mm-hmm. or Heathers. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. It's, I uh, think it's Heather's. Yeah, isn't it? It's it's a it's oh. in any event. Where is it? It's at the Brighton Bar <laughs> in Long Branch uh, around eight o'clock. Okay, and uh, it's a stand-up show. I'm uh-huh. stand-up, and uh, there's a lot of talent on that show. Heather's put together a very very good show. And, good. Uh, and um, I'm glad to be on it. Excellent. And uh, I host a weekly open mic for any stand-up comedians listening or or pedestrians who want to watch novice mm-hmm. material, new material, <laughs> but I don't recommend it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, the open mics are, you know, 
There's no, there's no quality control. Don't blame me. Okay, but right. I do host an open mic on Fridays at the Eatontown Library. Yes. Uh, it's uh, in the community room there. Mm-hmm. It's after the library's closed, so the trope of the of the quiet library won't be a, an issue. And um, yeah, it's like five thirty sign up, six o'clock start approximately. And you can uh, because it's on Fridays, which is the same day as Just Alamo's open mic, ah. which is in Asbury. So you can swing both. So you know, there you go. You you uh, you hustling comedians can swing both in one night. There, all right. Yeah. yeah, but like if you had to pick, if you had to pick, <laughs> well, yeah, I, hap- it, I, ha- I have to host mine, Dan. Like if I don't host it, it's it's it's, it's going to be a problem if people show up and then I'm not there. So right. from from ja- from Jack's mouth to your ears, his mic is better. Yeah, <laughs> and the. Um, <laughs> your mic has a great name too. Yeah, no. Oh, fuck, I forgot I the name. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I'd be happy to remind you. Yes, please do. No food or drink. Yeah, it's a great name. It is yeah. a great name. And uh, it's 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 also not a joke. Like, don't don't. There's a <laughs> yeah. Don't bring food. It's do a, not. Bring it's food. an actual. Yeah. It's not even a request. It's demand. Yeah. yeah. I I I'm I I I named it for. Yeah. That the actual rules of the room requirement, yeah. yeah. Like, don't. It's, <laughs> it's a serious thing. Uh, yeah, uh, guys. As always, rate us five stars on iTunes, and uh, you know, if you write something nice, oh, we'll read it please. on the air. Yeah, please do that. It's been a we kind of plateaued a little bit. So if you are a listener and you haven't left a review yet, we'd really, really appreciate it. Yes. And yeah, we do love reading those on the show. So and um, of course, you know, we have a Patreon. One dollar gets you a shout out on King Me. Five dollars gets you access to the uh, bonus episodes, the Patreon episodes that we do. And then now we added a new tier. Ten dollars will get you a King Me mug. So. Yeah, all of those links as well will be, as all the other things. as well as all the other things exactly, and uh, all those uh, those links for everything will be in the show notes. Email us at kingmepod at gmail dot com. Uh, you can write to us on Facebook, uh, King Me Podcast, or um, Twitter, King Me Pod, and uh, that's it, right? Um, yeah, pretty sure, pretty sure you you got it all. Great. So. Next week, next week on King Me, yeah, we uh, what do we got here? <laughs> we got episode five of Nightmares and Dreamscapes. We're crossing into the second half. Right, it's uh, uh, it's according- called the Road Virus Heads North. Fantastic, and we our scheduled guest for that I know has been kind of sick, so I'm reluctant to say their name. Okay, so we'll, uh, see how that goes. Okay, um, but we are planning on having a guest. We'll we'll sort it out. We'll sort it out. Yeah, yeah. I know who it is. <laughs> yeah. All right. I only know one <laughs> sick person. <laughs> um, all uh, right, guys. All right, great. So until uh, next time, I am Rob. And I am Dan. Keep it crispy, Gagliardi. <laughs> and I'm Jack, no food or drink, Steiger. All right. That's right. I changed my middle name to it because people... <laughs> Seriously, don't bring food or drink into this place. <laughs> you can bring drugs for all I care, but no food or drink. Ooh, uh, you want to walk that back real quick? <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Until, oh, 
Gagliardi. <laughs> I'm Gagliardi. All right, guys. Uh, Steve. Stephen King. 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 Me.